Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Here we go. It's Grant Johnson solo again today. Grant Solo. Best Star Wars character. Uh, Lachlan's still away. Jimmy's still away. And I'm here with you on this rainy morning. This rain is, is crazy. Hey, we got a rain barrel outside of our window. Because, of course, we have a rain barrel. We're running an urban farm up at my house. And that thing was loud because it is a full... A lot of rain. It's good. I don't have to water the garden at night. I like it. Quails don't like it so much, but uh, I don't mind. It's supposed to stick around until, like, lunchtime, and then um, sun, hopefully some sunshine will come out. We got Edmonton Elks tickets today again to give away to that July 29th game. And a whole lot more news and sports coming up, so let's get at it. The locker room topic of the day. Lachlan is away and Jimmy is away and it's just me, Grant, here today. Uh, sounds like a little Dr. Seuss poem. Sorry about that. What's illegal, but people still do anyways? What is illegal, but people still do anyways? So this was inspired because apparently it is illegal to ride your private e-scooter in Edmonton. Did you know that? I had no idea until they all everyone started talking about it, all the city councilors. So all of those rental companies um, that you see, the Lime Scooters and the Birds, they actually got an exemption from the province. But to buy your own e-scooter, which you can buy everywhere, to buy that and then rip around either on the sidewalk or on the street in Edmonton is actually against the law. Which has to be one of the least enforced laws around, right? Everyone is riding them. You see them everywhere, including our friend Lachlan Cross. The Ministry of Transportation in Alberta, I guess, doesn't recognize them. And so the city is saying, hey, we want to make them legal. We want you to ride your scooters, which I don't think is true. I think they hate scooters because they want us to be riding on bikes. But anyways, they say they have to get the province to do it first. Blah, blah, blah. Just do it. That's the topic, though. What illegal thing does everybody just do anyways? The locker room topic of the day. So what's something that is illegal, but people just do it anyways? Talking about how uh, everyone rides the e-scooters in Edmonton, the private ones. People are buying their own riding to work, which is awesome. Uh, but apparently it's it's against the law here in Edmonton. 780 780, sorry, 989-0957. One of the big texts we're getting right now is texting and driving. Illegal, but people still do it. I know I feel bad giving the phone number and then telling you not to, but that's one I can't get on board with. Texting and driving, I think it's, it's too dangerous. You can wait, right? Do the voice to text, even though it doesn't really work that well. You can wait and do that. What's illegal that people do anyway? 780-989-0957. The locker room topic of the day. What's something that is illegal, but everyone just does it anyways? Talking about this because of uh, the city saying that uh, they want to make private e-scooter riding in the city legal. And everyone was like, well, hold on. What do you mean it's 
It's illegal right now. So yeah, you can rent the scooters, Lime and Birds, and I think there's another one now. You can rent them and ride them around on the streets in Edmonton. But to actually go to a shop, buy an e-scooter, and then ride it to work yourself is illegal. It's dumb. The city says they know it's dumb and they're trying to change it, but they have to work with the province. So everyone just does it anyway. So that's the topic, 780-989-0957. What's illegal that people just do it anyways? Got some good ones. Uh, How about uh, illegally pirating TV or movies? Everyone's been doing that for years and years and years, and it's not going to stop. Christina said public intoxication. Yeah. Everyone might be doing that one. I feel like that's a law that they just have in their back pocket in case you're being unruly, and then they can charge you with something. Like if you're causing problems, starting fights, or or whatever it is, then they can be like, public intoxication, book them, Lou. Uh, Cameron said um, drugs. He said just in general drugs. And I was like, what? No. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. People are just doing drugs everywhere. Go down to a train station. Nobody's afraid to light up the pipe. They got something in there. You know, you see it everywhere. Open drug use around the city. That seems to be something that everyone's just doing anyways. And then Mark said, was something illegal that people just do anyways? Drinking while driving a golf cart. And I had to look it up. And yes, it is illegal. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Just one part of that here this week. Grant, myself, Lachlan, and Jimmy both on vacation. Lachlan at a big family reunion. And uh, Jimmy, well, I guess he's kind of at a family reunion, too. He's down in Tabor for Cornfest, and pretty sure they're all related. Some people are just built differently because I'm not sure what I I could do with this guy did. So there's a story about this Australian sailor sailor who has been rescued after being stranded at sea for two months off the coast of Mexico with his dog, Bella. So he was trying to sail from Mexico to the French Polynesia and a storm broke his boat and stranded him at sea. Him and his dog were able to survive uh, because he had some fishing gear with him. So he had brought some fishing gear. So for two months, him and his dog floated around. They ate nothing but raw fish and drank rainwater that he could capture. His boat was tiny, by the way. Like, he's a tiny, tiny boat. And my favorite is the interview he did after they rescued him. He was rescued by some tuna fishermen. And they interview him and he goes, I need some rest. And I need some good food, please. I think he'll probably be off of sushi for a while. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So I just got a text from uh, our street teamer, Trevor, Daddy-O Trev. And he sent a picture of him and a co-worker a couple years ago rescuing a baby moose. Uh, and it reminded me of that story that I did. I think that's why he sent it. The grant report I did yesterday was about the guy in northern BC who rescued a baby moose. He opened the door to his truck and it jumped in. It was getting away from a, a bear. 
and then he got fired. Uh, if you want to listen to that, and then you want to read the story, uh, up on our cruise Facebook, um, I have the, the Grant report from yesterday. Some of the comments I thought were interesting. Um, so yeah, the story is he saved this moose, this baby moose. He took it away from the bear. And then he got fired from his job because he broke their wildlife policy. Um, Bert said, dude's employer was probably already looking for a reason to fire him because it's kind of controversial, right? Should be fired for that. Danny said, leave nature alone. They don't need our help. It's the circle of life. We've already done plenty of damage. If that baby moose is going to get shredded by that bear, let it. Uh, Marcel says no good deed goes unpunished. However, a bear has got to eat too. And then Max says, uh, dude saved it from the highway and an awaiting black bear waited for the mother to show up who never did. And then he took it to safety. Man is a hero and his former employees should be embarrassed. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Lachlan and Jimmy both away this week. It's just me, Grant, here. And nope, I don't like this. So it's a new thing called body doubling. Body doubling. And apparently, uh, apparently it's becoming more popular especially with so many people working from home. So the concept of body doubling is that you will stay more focused and be more productive if somebody is watching you while you work. So that's what body doubling is, is getting somebody while you're working from home to watch you. I guess people with ADHD, which is like everybody, uh, really benefits from this because they need to feel like someone is relying on them in order to be productive while they're working and having someone watch them while they work gives them that feeling. It simulates it for them and it makes them more focused. So some people are actually forming groups where they will just have each other on Zoom while they're working. So they get up in the morning they fire up their computer to work from home and they log on to a Zoom and they have a group of people and they're not really talking to each other. They're not interacting with each other, but they can just see each other. And it's like they can check in on each other. It's all about just having somebody there with you while you work from home. But others who are unable to find people to just Zoom with, maybe you don't have a group of friends willing to watch you work. Um, they are apparently paying people to watch them work. So there are people out there who are now professional body doubles who you can pay to watch you work. Easy money if you're looking for part-time work. And also, well, probably going to lead to a new fetish at some point because it always does. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. I know that you're not going to believe me, but I fully believe that I could be this person. A passenger was forced to land a small plane in a field after the pilot suffered a medical emergency. You know, I'm generally not very delusional. Like, if anything, my wife would probably tell you I'm, I'm a pessimist. But when it comes to my abilities, I would say I'm a realist. I'm self-aware. Like, there's a little bit of tile work to be done in our bathroom. And I'm fully aware that I should not be attempting it because it's going to end up being done poorly and then end up costing us more money. So I know my limits when it comes to like that. 
or small engine repair, for example. But I am 100% convinced that if I was on like an Air Canada flight and both pilots had medical emergencies and the flight attendant asked, hey, is anyone out there that could land this plane? I am fully confident in my abilities and I would be putting my hand up. I can't tile a bathroom, but I am convinced 100% that I could land a Boeing 747. Only if they need me, though, right? Only if they need me. The Grant Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Buy one tour, get one tour. That's actually where uh, Jimmy is this week. He took the week off to work the tours. So book today at EdmontonGloryHoleTours.com. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. This is Grant here. That's me. Hello. Lachlan away, Jimmy away. Everyone loves a good washed up on the beach mystery, right? I mean, they're always making documentaries about these sort of things, body parts, whatever it is. Last week, there was one I posted. Um, it was uh, a mermaid skeleton, apparently. Well, there's a new one in Australia today where a mysterious giant metal cylinder has washed up on the beach. Two and a half meters wide, even longer than that. So everyone was thinking maybe it was from that plane that went missing years ago, the MH370, whatever. They did say it's likely not from a commercial plane, and they even said it could be from a foreign space launch vehicle, which some people will say, yeah, when they launch things into space, there's parts that fly everywhere. Not me, though. I'm thinking aliens. They've come to here to Earth. And they don't believe in recycling. They're littering our oceans already. Can I just say that stories like this where like a massive metal cylinder just washes up on beach, on the beach. Stories like this are why I'm still kind of afraid of the ocean. I've warmed up to it over the years. And I don't know if it's my Saskatchewan roots. Not used to the ocean or what it is, but it's taken me... A long time to be able to be comfortable swimming in the ocean. It's so big. It's so deep. You don't know what's in there. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Lachlan away this week. Jimmy away this week. Both of them at family reunions. be crazy if they ran into each other at the family reunion. We'll see. Uh, It's just Grant here, so... They announced um, the crew on the first Virgin Galactic inaugural private astronaut mission in August. A name really rolls off the tongue. They couldn't make a shorter name than that. Um, So they're going to have an Olympian on there. um, And then they're going to have the world's first mother-daughter duo to go to space. Um, Some people have have said, you know, is the timing a little, little poor? Sure, uh, could be better coming off the heels of the the whole uh, submarine Titan sub down to the Titanic, which imploded, um, which was horrible and, and a huge story. And they're saying, you know, is is this the right time to now launch another billionaire um, space space exploration thing? And uh, Virgin saying, yeah, we're fine. 
We're a little more safe than those guys that uh, sent the metal tube down to the Titanic. So it's going to launch in uh, it's going to launch in in August. John Goodwin is the Olympian. He was a canoeist in the 1972 Olympic Games. He's 80 years old and he's got Parkinson's disease, and uh, he's going to be the second person ever to to travel to space with Parkinson's, which is pretty amazing that there's going to be two people with Parkinson's that have been to, to space. And the other person's 18 and, uh, yeah, it's about $450,000 a ticket. If you want to start saving your money, you're in the locker room on nutty five, seven cruise FM. It's the grand solo version of the locker room. Lachlan and Jimmy both away. And congratulations to this North Edmonton intersection. Um, for being named the biggest cash cow in the city. According to recently released city data, the safety device, for our safety, right? The safety device that is monitoring the southbound lanes at 127th Street and 126th Avenue has accounted for more than 11% of all the photo radar tickets in the city. So they have named that as the, the best... Producing photo radar ticket generating intersection in the city dating back to 2019. There has been 156,565 tickets at that one intersection. 91% of those were for speeding, the rest for running red lights. Do you know how many lives those tickets that you receive in the mail two weeks after the fact are saving? Gateway and 34th Avenue, close to us here at Cruz, uh, that was the second most ticketed spot in the city. And once again, if you listen real quiet right now, if you just listen, you can hear a tall, bald man in the forest in BC at his family reunion. You can hear him yelling about cash cows and photo radar. Just listen carefully. I can hear them. You know, if photo radar is keeping us safe, uh, then the places with the most tickets should be the safest places in the city, right? That's how this works. So congratulations to 127th Street and 126th Avenue, the safest place in Edmonton. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Lachlan away, Jimmy away. It's just me, Grant, here this week. Have you picked up any hobbies lately? Finding yourself doing different things? I don't know why, but I have uh, recently started making bagels. Never baked in my life before. Until like a couple months ago, I had to make pizza at home. And my wife like gave me the instructions like... Every step I wrote down, she was on the phone, I wrote it all down, and then I made the dough for pizza, and then from there I was like, I can actually do this, this is something I can do, and I enjoy eating it. I don't know if this is uh, because I quit drinking for a year and I need to do something thing, or my pregnant wife, she had a bagel craving, so I tried to make my own, or if this is just a getting old thing, but I'm super into like making bagels right now. I made my third batch last night. Third batch ever, and I made them a a cheddar cheese bagel, and I think I'm only improving every time I make them. What I like about baking that I've discovered is that I can follow instructions really well if they're written down in point form in front of me. (laughs) 
a simple man. I am a simple man. So if you keep it simple, I can follow along. Actually, I would have done way better in school if they just wrote everything like a recipe. Or in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. It's Grant Johnson doing the solo show this week. Locke and Jimmy both away. This is the type of story that I didn't think I would, you know, be talking about once I left Yorkton Radio, where I used to work, Yorkton, Saskatchewan, or the place where I started my radio career, The Paw, Manitoba, the only place with the in the name, The Paw, that's where I started. You know, at my first radio job, I used to do Tradio, so at like 11 a.m. every morning, I had a folder at pull that folder out from under the desk and open it up and I'd just start going through it and uh, it would be like, all right, it's time for Tradio. Ethel has some old jars that she's selling. $100 a jar, firm on that price. Call me now if you want them. Or Marvin needs a ride to Winnipeg and he's got $20 for gas. And then occasionally somebody would phone you and try to sell a rifle over the air and you'd have to hang up on them. But those were things we did in the PA and in Yorkton. And so I'm no stranger to a story where RCMP north of Edmonton uh, sent this one. They're asking for help to locate some stolen cows. <laughs> 79 calves, four cows, and two bulls were stolen. They don't know who took them. Pretty hard to hide them, isn't it? Any noise complaints come in lately? You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. No, there's nothing you can do to get rid of that smell. They've tried. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.